Welcome to There is a Method to the Madness. My name is Rob Maxwell. I am an exercise physiologist and personal trainer. I'm the owner of Maxwell's Fitness Programs, and I've been in business since 1994. I want to thank our sponsors, Jonathan and Lynn Gilden of the Gilden Group at Realty Pros. They currently have over 275 star reviews on Zillow, and that's pretty darn good. Proud of that family, too. So last Saturday, they ran the Easter Beach Run as an entire family. Mom, dad, and three kids. Everybody completed it and had a great time. And you know what? I think it's very important to work on our physical fitness and wellness. And I do think it makes us better at what we do. All right. So had a great question yesterday from a Dr. Buchanan, who is one of my clients, and she is a phenomenal general practitioner, great doctor, doctor of many of my clients, and uh, believes in wellness, believes in fitness. And she said, hey, can you talk a little bit about the set point theory of metabolism? And I thought, wow, I'm actually surprised that I really haven't thought of that with as many topics that's come up because that is such a biggie. All right. So I'm going to talk about set point, the set point theory. And out of all of the genetic studies on obesity and weight gain, that one has stood the test of time. There's a couple others that have come up that there's probably a lot of truth to, but the set point theory, it happens. And so let me explain what that is. Basically what the set point theory is, is that our body as I think all of us know, loves homeostasis. That's what its job is to do, is to keep everything normal and copacetic, all right? So homeostasis just means that the body doesn't really like change a whole lot. I don't think our mind and emotions do either, right? So our body does everything it can to fight change, all right? So, for example, if we want to grow in our health and fitness, whether it be our endurance or our strength, we have to throw it out of homeostasis to bring about adaptations. So we're just going along through our day and our body has all of its natural resources to do what we want it to do. And then we go and we strength train. All right. So now we're using loads greater than what our body is accustomed to. I mean, maybe the heaviest thing we lift might be a water gallon, right? A a gallon jar or jug of some kind. Or maybe we are into heavier things because of our job. But whatever that is, our body's gotten used to that. So homeostasis, which is our body's goal all the time, has been achieved. But we don't want that. Maybe we want greater gains of sorts, whatever that might be. So we take our body out of its normal comfort zone and that's what the overload process is and then the next thing we know our body adapts to a greater level it does what it needs to do whatever goal we're shooting for to make the changes so it can handle what we throw at it the next time all right so when it comes to weight loss our body really doesn't like to lose Wait, and there is such a thing as the set point theory. What happens is, and this sounds alarming, but it does happen and we need to be aware of it so we can kind of 
figure out what we need to do about it. But what happens is our body has a certain set point of metabolism, all right? Naturally and through our genetic makeup and our work in the gym with our muscularity. So the things that affect our metabolism, such as how much muscle mass we have, is a big factor. So that affects where we are currently set at. So let's say that my resting metabolic rate is 2200 calories. It probably is. That's probably pretty close to actually where it is. And I just know that because I've tested it before and have done ever uh, other formulas to try to figure it out. So let's say I'm currently around 2200. So that means that my body likes to be at around 2200. And that does not include activity. That is basically my basal metabolic rate. All right. So then I exercise some more, say 500 calories worth of exercise in a day. And so now I can consume 2,700 calories based on my basal metabolic rate and then my activity to maintain my weight, right? So that's where it is. If I go over that by a little bit, I gain just a smidgen of weight. If I go over that by 500 calories, then I gain a half a pound or so if I do that every day during the week. Because if we consume more than 3,500 calories, we gain a pound and that's over the net. All right. Not trying to get all complicated with math here, but let's say that's the number. All right. So my body is really comfortable at 2,200 calories. Now, the activity level is where things change, right? So the resting metabolic rate really doesn't change day by day. All right. It doesn't hardly change at all, but the outgoing calories might change, right? If I have a super active day because I'm running, I'm walking around and all this stuff, then uh, my output's going to be greater. But my body say, no, not say does because all of our body likes to stay at homeostasis. So it likes to stay at 2200. It likes to not rock the boat. It likes to be at the current weight that I'm at. So if I'm at the weight I want to be at, that's a good thing, right? Because my body wants to try to stay there. But if I'm overweight and want to lose weight, it's not such a good thing because my body is going to fight me back. And that is a fact. And that's the set point theory. So this is what happens. When we start to lose weight, we start to lose weight pretty quickly right? Let's say you start eating better, you start exercising, and within six weeks, you drop 20 pounds. That's not that uncommon. That's pretty darn common. Why? Well, because we're doing what we need to do. We're eating below what we need and we're exercising above what we need. And so the weight loss formula is working out exactly how we want it to. But here's the kicker, ladies and gentlemen. Our body doesn't like changes more than 10% because it sees that as a drastic change. It doesn't like changes beyond 10%. So people wonder, you know, I drop that first 15, 20 pounds and then I get stuck, man. And I continue to cut back more. So mathematically, it doesn't make sense. And we who have studied this say, well, you're right. Mathematically, it doesn't make sense. But physiologically, it does. Because what happens is 
If you're 200 pounds, 10% of 200 pounds is 20, right? So you've lost what your body kind of throws out there. It says, all right, yep, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have a problem with you losing 10%. I'm good with that. But now that we're trying to go below that, I'm not so happy. So that 10% has been lost. So for most people, again, you know, I'm just using 200 pounds as that weight that maybe people want to lose from. If you're 150 pounds, then that's 15 pounds, right? And so maybe you ladies out there can relate more to that. So you say, oh yeah, I went from 150 to 135. I'm feeling so much better, but now I'm stuck because I want to get under 130. All right. So again, that's that 10% marker. And why? Because your body adjusted its thermostat. It slightly turned down your metabolic rate because it was not happy with you dropping more weight. It thinks there is a problem. That's what homeostasis is all about. Homeostasis is a great thing. It's your body's adjustment to keep you alive. So it thinks there is a problem. So once you drop that 10% of your body mass, what whatever that body mass is, it could be muscle, could be fat, the body starts to fight you back, all right? So it turns down your thermostat ever so slightly, making it harder and harder to lose weight. So let's say you were dropping weight at 1,400 calories, which, you know, that's not a lot of food, but that's often where people fall when they're trying to lose weight. That's usually a pretty common caloric number is around 1,400 calories or so. And it was working just great. You drop that 15 to 20 pounds in six weeks, everybody's happy except your body. I mean, your body overall, your health is happy, but it's not really happy because now it's fighting you back. So what happened was it adjusted backwards just a few calories. How much, we don't know, and it depends on really what your metabolic rate was to begin with, but it drops back some percentage points. And so now you have to eat even less than you were dieting at before to lose the same kind of weight. And naturally, psychologically speaking, that becomes frustrating because it was working. And plus, you've been dieting for six weeks and you want to eat foods and you just say, you know what? The hell with it. Throwing in the towel. All right. So the method to the madness explains all this. It explains why this is happening. So what we need to do is outsmart it. And this is why so many fitness, true fitness professionals state, don't go on a crash diet. Because the faster you lose, the more your set point is going to turn back. So we don't want to lose weight dramatically because we're screwing with our set point when we do that. We want to basically ease into it so our body has a chance to catch up. That's why we always say, you know, don't get on a super low kilo calorie diet like a thousand calories. You know, some of those people were doing that what was it, that HCG diet or something where they're taking something and eating a ridiculously low amount of calories, like 600 or something. Sure, you're going to drop that quick 10%, but then your body's going to fight you and you just did damage to your metabolism. So that's why we always say, don't go below a thousand calories. I mean, your good doctors will tell you that because they're going to tell you that that's not a safe diet. You're not getting your nutrients and you're screwing with your metabolism when you do it. So we really want to keep our caloric deficits to 500 to 1,000 calories per day on a diet, meaning that's the deficit. So 
let's say you need to cut back 500 calories a day and your metabolism is at 1800. So don't go below 1300 for that. Lose the weight slower and you will continue to lose the weight. So I don't want this to sound negative. It's not like you're going to stop losing weight. You're going to continue to. I know people, I had a client many years ago that lost over 100 pounds. It will happen. It can happen. And it can happen without drugs. It can happen without surgery. People can lose a significant amount of weight. But you have to be patient. All right. So that 300 pounder, you know, that's the first 30 pounds. Everything is within reason. At 270, he felt so much better. And then he just dialed it in a little more at a time, a little more at a time. And he continued to lose a little bit. And he reached a great weight for him. Sadly, he put it back on. That tends to be a what we see happen sometimes. But I don't want you to be discouraged with the set point theory. Just understand what it is. Because if we understand what it is, we can combat it. We can fight back. And that's what we need to do. So your rules are to make sure that you don't cut your calories back too drastically. You don't cut them back too drastically. And once you reach your plateau that is bound to happen, you understand what it is and you just stick to it. You cut back maybe a little more from there, 25 to 50 calories, and you just stick with it. Because when your body feels safe again, when it feels like you're not doing anything drastic, it will ease back up a little bit again and you'll start losing weight. You just have to stay patient. You might drop your first 15 or 20 pounds you know, in a month to six weeks. And then you might drop four pounds over the next six weeks. That's okay. Be happy with that. Progress is progress. And know that it's coming off is a great thing. And also know once you get there, your body rewards you because it doesn't like severe weight gain either. That's the other thing. The set point doesn't like severe weight gain either. So when we start eating more and more and more, our metabolism actually speeds up a little bit. So when people say, oh man, I gain weight so easily. It's like, mm, not really. I mean, you really started to do some massive eating because your set point was helping you to stay at a certain weight because homeostasis is what it likes. All right. So I hope this helps. This is a great question by Dr. B. And now I want to thank another doctor, chiropractic physician, Dr. Doris Antos of Ormond Beach. She's located on Granada Boulevard, and she is also a consummate professional and believes in health and fitness and works out herself. If you want to contact her, I will put her and our other sponsors' information in the show notes. Until next time, be max fit and be max well.